This is womensleadershipsuccess.com radio podcast, episode number 101, Speak Up, How to Have More Impact and Influence. Are you nervous about speaking up in meetings? Do you worry that you'll be misunderstood? Well, apparently a lot of women feel the same way. So here's how this shows up and why it's a big problem. A Cambridge study found that women were two and a half times less likely to ask questions than men in classes. And even more shocking, partners in leadership found that men control conversations and meetings 75% of the time. If you are not contributing in one-on-one conversations and in meetings, it will impact your ability to get promoted, make more money, and have leadership influence in your company or business. I'm here to help you change this. Today I will be sharing my three-step system guaranteed to help you have more confidence in speaking up. This is part three of my special three-part series, Communicate Like a Leader. Welcome to Women's Leadership Podcast. Showing you how to influence people, improve your performance, and advance your career. Brought to you by women's leadership and career expert Sabrina Brom and womensleadershipsuccess.com. Here's your chance to meet women trendsetters leading the way to success, accomplishment, and balance in business and life. No matter if you're a manager, CEO, or entrepreneur, join Sabrina for coaching and no-nonsense advice to improve your career and bottom line. Welcome to Women's Leadership Success, episode number 101, Feeling Felt, How to Speak Up to Have More Impact and Influence. This is part three of a three-part series on Communicate Like a Leader. Part one was Communicating Like a Leader. Part two, the importance of deepening relationships to communicate like a leader for women. Part three, which we will be talking about today, is the feeling felt, how to speak up and have more impact and influence. Before we start, I want to thank you for your five-star reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, and for sharing this show with your friends and associates. We have almost 330,000 downloads, and we're growing. So excited about that. Today, my husband, Tim Warren, who is the co-founder of Women's Leadership Success and the producer of the show, is going to interview me on the subject of feeling felt. Welcome, Tim. Good morning, Sabrina. It's fun to be doing uh, this three-part series, and uh, for me, actually, to have interviewed you, and and, uh, I actually got a comment from one of my male friends yesterday who listens to the show and said, yeah, you guys sounded good. Oh, well, that, <laughs> that's nice to hear. And if, if I know the right male friend, it's somebody that we have a very high regard of. This is true. This is true. He has initials of ML. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so let's get into, let's just jump right into it, of uh, this three-part series. And the, this topic of, uh, really, it's how to speak up and have more impact and influence. And, and, and since the show's focused on women, um, uh, so the question is, the, the opening question is, do men speak up, excuse me, do women speak up as much as men? Well, every woman in the audience will know the answer to this one, which is, um, no, women don't. In a Cambridge study, 
women were two and a half times less likely to ask questions in classes. And they're probably, I don't have the statistic in front of me, I would say not even a third of the time in meetings do they speak up. Um, that That is, um, you're right. I think that's probably something that uh, more wet women know organically than, than men. Why do you think that is? Well, I think part of it is the way we're trained. Women are, are trained to um, to be quiet, to listen, to uh, not say a lot. And they tend to be more concerned that they might be misunderstood or they might say the wrong thing. And men are much more comfortable with saying something and even making a mistake with it. Well, it, it, and it, and it, it, it uh, that makes sense that this is this is something that goes way back to our, our childhood and just kind of how we were raised. But since the show has always been focused on uh, leadership for women and in, 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 in primarily in the workplace, but not necessarily, um, whether you're uh, growing your position, elevating your career, or you're you're already in a leadership role, um, so. Women not speaking up as much as men. How, how does this impact women in the workplace? It has a, a tremendous impact. Uh, it leads to women not getting promoted as much um, because they're they're not seen as having creative, innovative, new ideas. Um, they it it really impacts their confidence because because of not being heard and recognized for what they have to say. Um, in one study by the Partners in Leadership, men in meetings controlled the conversation 75% of the time. So I could see why it's hard for women to share their innovative ideas or suggestions on alternate plans and to really demonstrate their role if men are dominating uh, the conversation and, and, and how that would minimize their career or leadership uh, development. So this, what, what are, what are, what are um, some of the other things of how women not speaking up in women is in fa- impacting their workplace? Why, why is, why isn't there, why, why aren't they speaking up? What, what, what is holding them back? Okay. What is, what is holding them back? I'm, I'm going to tell you what's holding them back and what I think they need to do also. Um, they, they tend to think they don't have good ideas. They don't want to appear too loud and aggressive. Um, they're not used to thinking on their feet. They're, they're afraid of being wrong. Um, and I think there's, there's a, a misperception that we'll go into more when we're talking about how to do this, and that is they are not used to preparing in advance and thinking of a good strategy, and we're going to talk about that more in a few minutes. So, you know, not, not feeling confident about your ideas, not being able to respond uh, instantaneously. Uh, men are, are dominating the conversation. So I could see how it, it's hard for women to get uh, their, their thoughts in edgewise if men are dominating the conversation. So since this show is really focused on, on leadership and career development, what, what's the bottom line? What is the, what kind of real impact can this have on a, a woman in her career? And, and specifically, if, how it, how would that show up? So how? Well, it it 
multiple ways. One, one is, like we said, promoted, but there's an, another thing, and that is just your mindset. In order to really be uh, a successful leader, you have to have a mindset where you're constantly letting go of your old behavior that doesn't work, in other words, not speaking up in the meeting, and beginning to develop the new behavior that is helps you to be more successful, which is speaking up in a meeting and having more impact and influence. And in order to do that, you have to have the mindset that you're willing to make mistakes, be imperfect, and try out things that may or may not work. And this this mindset um, is one that one has to have to be a great leader in a company. And this is one aspect of that, the, the mindset around speaking up and how you do that. And it's a really important one because... We're playing in the boys' game, and you've got to be able to speak up in the meeting and show who you are and establish your brand, that, what, that you have something of value to add. And my assumption is you do, or you wouldn't be listening to this show, and you wouldn't have a job in the company or own your own business. So there's something that you are an expert in that you can or you can become more of an expert in that you can say, and you have to have the right, right mindset. Well, um, so re- really what I'm hearing is, is um, part of this is, is being willing to um, make a mistake because if you're, if you're always focused on perfection or locked into uh, um, not being confident in your ideas, um, uh, you'll, you'll do the same old thing. But if you're willing to put it out there, uh, and uh, and if women, men would shut up a little bit, and uh, then uh, women would women can step into it, and it's and to be able to be willing to put your ideas out there, even if it's even if it's not um, the, a, a right idea because at the time because it could be a great idea. You just you, you just never know. Um, I think it's willing to make mistakes but in a very specific type of way. And that is you want to get clear on what your objective is, what your outcome is. For instance, in speaking up in the meeting, let's say there's a a specific agenda or idea that you know is going to be presented in the meeting or that you want to present. And you need to think through how come you want, you, you want to say something about that and, why that's important to you. So knowing what your objective is and then making a mistake or doing it incorrectly is much more powerful and useful than just going in and trying to speak up without having any kind of plan in mind. Well, that's a perfect segue to, um, I know that you've, you know, you've been coaching women and corporations and and men for decades and uh, um, helping people, have more impact and influence. And I know you've developed a, a, your own particular system uh, to help women overcome some of these blocks. And so let's, let's get some more into some more specific strategies and tactics that women should, can use that I, that, uh, that, um, that help them um, speak up and have more impact and influence. Okay. And if you're listening to this and you can grab your computer or a pencil, you may want to write some of 
these things down. Um, and we're going to talk about the importance of research, rehearsing, and participating. Um, and I want to start with research. Um, one of the things that is underrated by men and women is the importance of going into meetings or whether it's an individual meeting with your boss or a you know a group uh, a group of people the importance of preparing in advance for that meeting and what that means is that you know in advance what what you would like to see as the objective of the meeting or of the ideas that you want to present you have researched um, your selling points on why this is a good idea and what you want to say. And even more important or as important is you know what the objections are that are going to come up to the idea you're presenting. And you've thought of ways to refute those objections in advance. So the brain is really interesting because... When we practice in advance thinking through an idea, when we rehearse it, the brain thinks we actually did it. So it's not, it, we don't go into the meeting cold turkey. We go into the meeting as if it's a re rerun. We're doing it again. So the more you rehearse and practice it, the better it is. The more you rehearse and practice it and then go over it when after the meeting's over, to see, okay, well, what worked, what didn't work. Um, it's, it's unbelievably powerful, and it will begin to change the kind of um, impact you have in a meeting. And at the same time, it helps your confidence, and it's developing your ability as an expert in yourself and in the eyes of the people that you're working with. Let me see if I can articulate um, step one research um, just real quick. And before we dive deeper into step two um, on re research, mm -hmm. solicit support for your ideas. Uh, find out any obstacles that may be there on, uh, on that idea. And then I love the idea of, of soliciting support and getting um, champions or people to help you out, but find out from those, from other people that may be involved, what their objective, what their objectives might be as well where there's a shared um, shared objective. So uh, step number two, you mentioned it. Okay, I just want to say something. I didn't say anything about soliciting support from other people. It's a really good idea. I was talking about just doing this on your own. So, okay. um, but um, you bring up a really <laughs> you bring up a really good point, and that is is so it's good to do it on your own first, and then. Find somebody that you can talk this through, that you can get to support your idea that's going to be in the meeting. That is very, very helpful. And to brainstorm with them and to run the objections by them and, and come up with the answers. So you were just one step ahead of me. It's a great idea to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. So, so you've got you've got your advocates. You've 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 got you've done your research. Um, tell me about um, step two: rehearse. Well, uh, also, um, uh, let me just make one other comment, and that is that if you can find out what the objections 
of the major stakeholders are. So it could be your boss. It could be the vice president of the company. What are their objections going to be? And you prepare those. That's very helpful, too. So um, one of the things I hear from people is, well, this takes a lot of time. And it's true, it does. But the more you do it, it, it really does get a lot easier to, to do. Um, so rehearse. So rehearsing is what we talked about a minute ago, and that is going through in your head how this is going to work out, what's gonna, what they're going to say, what you're going to say. Um, and if possible, practice the key points you want to cover. You can do it into a tape recorder. You can do it in front of a mirror. Um, if you can do it with another person, that's very, very helpful. It could be with your life partner, a friend. It could be somebody at work. Rehearsing that is very important. And again, this is so true in so many things that we do as leaders. <coughs> Excuse me. You want to be very clear on what your objective is. What is the thing that you want to have happen? Um, so the more you know what that objective is and the more you can visualize that objective and visualize what you want to say and how you want to come across. That means even to the point of what your body language is going to be like. Um, are you going to be curious? Are you going to be excited? What kind of stance are you going to take when you do this? The more you can visualize that, the better. That Again, it helps the brain prepare. Um, and definitely practice asking the questions and answering objectives. So you also want to practice being concise and clear and on the point. And there's another one uh, that is begin to think of ways that you can keep from being interrupted. As, as you know, um, this, this can be a major problem. That is, you, you start sharing your idea and somebody interrupts you and the conversation goes a different direction. So it can be very helpful if you think in advance of a way to say something like, um, um, I have three points I'd like to bring out about this. And then let's say you get interrupted after you're into the number two. And some Bill comes in and says, well, I think blah, blah, blah. You can say, excuse me, Bill, I wasn't done. I, I, I have one more of my three points that I want to cover. So you begin to develop um, some strategies for getting getting the floor back on your in your um, corner when somebody interrupts you, um, or you even solicit um, the person that you've been practicing with if they're in the meeting that if you get interrupted they may say something like, um, "Hey, Bill, let's let uh, let's let Janice finish." She uh, said she had three points and she hasn't given the third point yet. So you want to start thinking about a strategy to get the floor back. Um, and again, when you are changing your behavior, when you have this mindset of learning, you're willing to make mistakes, you're willing to do it in, imperfectly, and you keep paying attention to the tiny wins every time you do this. Good point. Well, I know that's, that's um, rehearsing is something that, that you and I have 
uh, successfully practiced in a, for a lot of different things. Uh, and your, what you said about recording it, uh, we have found that recording it, practicing it, recording it, and then kind of debriefing it and talking about it uh, has been super helpful. Plus, um, I, I, I have found that being able to um, replay the rehearsal of whatever it is uh, is super helpful. Um, you brought up a, a good point, and I wanted to draw some distinction between um, uh, it's, it's good to be clear on your ob- objectives, but just know that almost any, any good idea in any, any, any situation as a group, there's always, there's always going to be someone who might have an ob- objection. And so to understand uh, and anticipate the objections in advance um, and to be able to, be able to practice um, what your rebuttal might be or how you might address that, I think is um, uh, super important. So definitely, I, l- I love your step two of, of rehearse. So let's talk about, um, you, this is, I think, a three-part system. Um, participate. What? How, how can how can women uh, participate in this process more? So, political savvy is really important, and that means that you get how the group operates. You you get how to tell when it's it's a good time to bring an idea forth and when it's not a good time. If you don't understand the political savvy in the groups that you're in, you really need an ally in that group that's got more experience than you that will help mentor you in this so that you can understand the group dynamics even better. Um, you, you Maybe you all have experience of watching somebody speak up right when, um, let's say, the CEO of the company is getting ready to do something and it's it's just totally not a good time or the guy, the, the guy's in a bad mood or somebody just had an argument or whatever. You really want to get where you notice the, um, the energy, the, the political things that are going on, the undercurrent. So you want to pay attention to that. And part of the way you do that is by noticing body language and the mood in the room is, you know, people upbeat or is everybody kind of down what's what's going on participating is not just having an original idea but finding some idea that somebody else has and really acknowledging them and giving them credit for that good idea is a way to start speaking up to have an opportunity to praise that person and to get some recognition and look for opportunities to present your ideas. It may be that to begin with, um, presenting your ideas, the only way that you can get in the conversation is to start by having good questions about the, the topics that are coming up. Here's When you do that, though, there's a, the thing that you want to be really careful of is you want those questions that you have, you want Ideally, you want a solution in mind because more than once somebody's kind of gotten um, chopped down at the knees by asking a question and having somebody turn around and say, well, what do, what do you think we should do? You ideally do not want to be in the position of you don't have a clue what to do. So if you ask a question that you have some background on and you do have an idea on that's that can be really an ideal question 
You know, the it kind of from I'm just looking at this, and really that that last part about the political savvy and the mentor, it really brings the the three steps full circle because what you said under step one and your research is that you're you're finding support for your ideas, you're finding those obstacles or objectives, uh, and ideally you're 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 finding advocates and, and mentors who also can support that idea, whether including if you're the leader of a company and you need to enroll your team. Um, you want if to be able to have, and especially if it's some new in, in, initiative or something you've never done before, and to be able to uh, get at least one or two other stakeholders and get them on board, and as you say, answer those those objections or questions in advance. That that's awesome. But I I know having worked with you for so many years and and listened to the show clearly, and and knowing that this are, are issues around confidence. Um, is, is what can hold men and women and men back about this speaking up. What, what, what would be some of the fears that so this, you know, so, so, you know, it sounds good, Sabrina, and it makes sense they doing these things, but what, what, you know, what are some of the fears that women might have if they actually speak up in the workplace? Is there, and they assert their views, what, what might be there some of the core fears that might hold them back? Um, well, basically they might say the wrong thing. Um, and um, they may not be good at articulating their ideas. And the only way to get through those is by starting to do it. And the best way to do it is first to practice and then to do tiny wins. If you want to develop any new behavior in yourself and you want to really get confident and successful, you keep finding little tiny ways that you can take the next step and begin to do it. If this is super hard for you, then going to Toastmasters is a great idea. Toastmasters is very, very accepting, wonderful group of people, and every single time you go to a meeting, you will have a chance to speak for a minute. And it's a really good way to practice out of the office or maybe even have a group in your company of Toastmasters. It's a good way to get some experience speaking up. The, uh, the, the, one, the contrast, which, which is really interesting, and I know that the listeners out there have heard this, and it, it's, it's really, it really stinks, but the concept of when a guy speaks up at a meeting um, and he's really um, – boldly putting out his ideas that he's seen as, as assertive and, and, and that he's strong. And if women put it out, they can be, you know, there's this, they, they, a woman can be labeled as being aggressive or, you know, uh, and, and, or too, too loud or, and it, it stinks and that's not right. And, and so would you agree, disagree with that? And, and how, how, how would you, <laughs> how would you speak to that? Well, it's, it's true. I, I guess I'm I'm um, I'm beyond the it stinks. I it's you know I think if it well, more. It's a PG rated show. I, was, I, had, <laughs> I had other words. In yeah, I, I think, held myself back. No, thank you. Well, I'm glad I'm I'm glad you're such an avid supporter of women. I that's one of the things I really love about you. Um, women do have. Um, a, nar- a narrow band of acceptable behavior that's different from men. Um, it, that's very true, and that's the way it is right now. And 
what it what it does is it requires that that as women that we we really excel to an even higher level and that means even in the way we speak up and what we do and if you if you don't want to take the time or effort to learn how to do that then you can sit there and think it stinks and be mad about it but if you take the time to learn the strategies to get really good at getting your message across to getting people to understand your brand to having impact and influence if you take these tiny steps you know yard by yard life is hard inch by inch life's a cinch if you take these tiny steps to keep improving you do that every day you do that every time you walk into a meeting you do that by by pra- rehearsing and practicing and participating and you will end up when you speak up you will have a kind of impact and influence that's beyond the guy, the guy or gal that's speaking up and doesn't know what they're talking about. Well, it's uh, it, it will happen, and it does happen, and it's it's one of the things that I feel so excited about because I've seen it happen with so many women who started out afraid to say anything, were, were not getting promoted, and over the years I've seen so many women just rise from from mediocrity to being um, just the top incredible leaders of their company. And I want every woman listening to know you can do this. Start right away. Take baby steps. The most important thing is is that you make a commitment to having a first off, that you have a vision of how you want to come across, how much impact and influence you want to have and that you practice and rehearse this and participate and keep noticing your improvements and you just keep doing it, that you get so intently curious about how you can keep making improvements in yourself and how you come across. And that will change you and it will help everyone else too. As a man, I could say, women, please speak up because we need your energy. We need your ideas. We need your leadership more than ever. Men are screwing it up. Please, women, speak up. <laughs> we need you. There's, there's many men out there in the world like me who go, we really, really want and need your energy. Um, so on that note, Sabrina, we, we need to- I just want to make one other comment. I like what you just said and also – if you're a man listening to this show, and I know we have a lot of men listeners, and uh, this advice goes for you too, and also support the women that are in the meetings. Yeah. If a woman has a really good idea, you're saying, hey, hey, uh, uh, Leslie, that was a, a great idea, and da-da-da. That really, really helps her to start excelling. So the only way women are going to really achieve parity in everything is to have males supporting them. So we really need, we need men to be our champions and to help us with this too. Well, I I am thrilled to be a champion of women and I'm thrilled to be doing this. And I I know that you want to do a, do a little shout out. I do. I would like to, um, I'm sorry. What? 
I said you had some tools to share, some other free gifts that you want to give some people. So okay, um, yeah, I want to. I've got some uh, loyal listeners. One is uh, a very talented man named Joshua LeBlanc Schulman, and a woman named Elaine Schoenberg Lafure and Rachel Fishbein. So I want to give a shout out to these wonderful people that listen to the show and um, have been listening for a long time. So thank you, Joshua, Elaine, and Rachel. I just want to just add something really quick. It's really fun for us to know that really as we're doing these shows or Sabrina's doing these interviews, we're speaking to each of you individually. We know that there's tens of thousands of people out there and we're speaking to one person at a time. And we just so appreciate um, your questions, your advocacy, um, uh, giving us the reviews in uh, whatever platform you use and, uh, you know, spreading the word. Um, so it just, I just wanted to say from, my side of the, the the table, it's really exciting to see the growth. It's really exciting. And I know it's, it's fun to see um, the emails that Sabrina gets and see how it puts a smile on her face. So thank you. <laughs> it's true. Um, if you go to womensleadershipsuccess.com and you sign up for the four-minute quiz that's there to help you with your career development, um, I think it will help you. And you might get a nice surprise at the end of that. Um, so please spread the word, help women unite to have more impact, influence, and help income. We really want to reach 500,000 downloads in 2019, so help us with that. And I've got a really exciting online course that will be coming out in October. It's Activate Your Career Building Superpowers. So stay tuned to an invitation to that from me. Um, and our next show, uh, Women's Leadership Success 102, is um, a really good friend and colleague of mine, Barry O'Reilly, who is the author of the best-selling book, Unlearn, and will share some of the secrets to behavior change that hold women back in their careers and leadership success. Bye for now, and thanks for listening. Would you like to be an exceptional leader? Then please join me in this special series, Communicate Like a Leader. In this series, you will hear thought-provoking stories and get insider secrets to help you increase your influence, impact, and income. And if you would like to quickly find out where you are in your leadership development, here's how you can. I've designed a special four-minute career development quiz, and as one of my listeners, you can get it for free. Just go to http colon slash slash careerdevelopmentquiz.com. Once you complete the confidential quiz, you'll get your score and suggestions immediately. Plus, you may even qualify for a free coaching session. And lastly, can you do me a small favor? Our goal this year is to get 500,000 downloads of Women's Leadership Success. We have almost 335,000 downloads now. When we have more listeners, we can help more women be better listeners worldwide, more leaders, better leaders worldwide. Empowered women change the world. Here's how you can be part of this women's leadership global movement 
by sharing this show or the particular episode that you have enjoyed in social media, subscribing and giving me a review on iTunes, Stitcher, and in our Women's Leadership Success page on Facebook. Thanks for your help, and bye for now. Thank you for joining your host, Sabrina Brahm, on another Women's Leadership Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can email her at sabrina at sabrinabrahm.com. Since 1989, Sabrina and her team have helped hundreds of women managers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs with valuable trainings, articles, books, and executive coaching. For additional tips, interviews, and free access to Great Leaders Today mini-course, visit www.womensleadershipsuccess.com.